0: hi guys and welcome to another daily juice with myself Ray Qureshi. it's a late one on sunday but my goodness what a insane ending to what's been well 10 out of 11 games so far so what I'm going to do today is I'm going to review the weekend's game so far because unfortunately we were unable to do a daily juice yesterday. So let's start with Chelsea Neil, Fulham Neil. So, not much to take away from this game. I think Chelsea are still looking to uh find some cohesion with the team with the amount of players that they bought in. I thought Enzo Fernandez was very impressive. FPL point of view, Kepper Arrida Balaga, absolutely brilliant. Had him since game week 17. He's just done bits for me, and I will keep him for the foreseeable future. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, For Rhys James owners, unlucky, it was a risk uh, taking to actually start him once it was leaked because we know what could happen in regards to him breaking down or a substitution. And unbelievably, he was off 59 minutes and 40 seconds. So yeah, that's that's a tough one, but definitely a team to look at defensively, at least. I did have an eye on Mudrik, but apparently he had a severe cold or something like that. So. We'll have to wait a little bit. But the good thing is, with Chelsea assets, you're not really looking to bring any in at the moment. So, you know, we got time. We got time to assess more. Next game. Oh, God. Everton won, Arsenal nil. I must say, we fully deserve to lose. I thought Everton had more passion, more intensity, and also Arsenal were just at, not at it. But a lot of that was because of the false nature of Everton. Um, I thought that Tarkowski. Tarkowski and Cody are such uh Dice players, you know, considering Daish had Tak again. He had him previously at Burnley. And uh, it kind of played out the way I thought, but unfortunately, we just could not, we could not get a foothold on the game. And honestly, deserved to lose 1-0, I must say. I have no arguments whatsoever. From an FPL perspective, I know everyone bought in Arsenal assets. Martinelli is a tough one, really, because I own him, as do I think 40 to 50 percent own him as well. Really, really got to listen out to see if uh, there's a possibility he won't start one of the two games in the double against Brentford or um, Manchester City because he's not really at it right now. But I think a lot of that was because of how good Everton were defensively, especially Seamus Coleman. He was brilliant. And the three in midfield of Onana, Decore, Decore and Gay. I tweeted earlier before the game that, you know, this is going to be really tough. And it was. They won the midfield battle. So, uh, unfortunately, got the loss there, but, um, you know, Everton deserved it. They played very well. Next game, Aston Villa 2, Leicester 4. My goodness, what a game this one. What a goal fest. And guess who returned? James Madison. What a phenomenal player. They're just a different team when he plays. He is absolutely superb. And in the summer, they're going to be a lot of suitors for him. I've heard some stuff that Manchester City might be one of those players as well. A bit surprised really because you know with Unai Emery, I didn't think he'd be so expansive, at least defensively, leaving themselves open, but he was, and they got duly punished for it. Uh Ollie Watkins, a player that I'm looking at for blank game week 28. Fantastic. Uh, I did have an eye on maybe Moreno, but I need to think about that now. But with Leicester, with Madison back, he's a player that's going to be high on the list at the moment. And good to see Ian Natcho and Barnes getting returns as well. Next game. Brentford three, Southampton Nil. The only shock here. No return whatsoever from Tony. However, Ben Mead, the gift that keeps on giving. Absolutely brilliant. For everyone that owns him, well done. Enjoy your flowers. You absolutely deserve them. Brilliant player. Also, Jensen got a goal. Bremo got a goal and a return. Solid player. Plays every single game. Fantastic value for money. 3-0. Southampton, tough. One of the teams I think that are going to go down. Moving on. Brentford, excuse me. Brighton, 1. Bournemouth, nil. My God. Mitoma. What a player this guy is. When they sold Trossard, if Matoma's fit, no issues whatsoever. Fabulous player. Took his goal really well. Fully deserved win. And Brighton are a team that a lot of people look to bring in their assets, specifically Matoma, not caring about that blank in 25, and they've been duly rewarded, and congratulations. Potoma, player I can't wait to have, but likely in my wild card. When I looked at wildcard in 29, Bournemouth again, didn't really put up anything. I do expect them to go down. Next game, Manchester United 2, Crystal Palace 1, the one that everyone was looking at, specifically Rashford triple captain. His captain Rashford didn't want him to return, and he punished me. He got a goal and an assist, and uh, apart from the melee at the end, which was very funny actually, um, I thought Manchester United were comfortable. They won 2-1, but I thought they were comfortable. Bruno Fernandes, Rashford, you got them, you keep them right now, obviously. I mean, I bought in Bruno and, um, you know, I'll speak about it in the Man City game later, but Fernandes might be someone that we might want to keep in. He looked very bright, very impressive doing the game. Next up, Wolves, Wolves 3, Liverpool 0. I don't even know what to make about Liverpool anymore. I mean, their midfield is so soft. I mean, they're playing this ben- Bencijic, Benchovic, and I—they're just so easy to get at. The midfield just gets bypassed so easily with him and Tiago that you've got to get some grit in there. And uh, they were well beaten Wolves and uh, Liverpool. And I am—if I'm a Liverpool fan—I'm very concerned where this team is going to go because even when the likes of Jota and, and um, Luis Diaz are back, the issue is that you can't defend, and midfield is too easy to get at and bypass that you know Liverpool I don't know where they could go but uh Wolves were more than more than deserving of their victory and by that score line in my opinion no one that I'd really look at for my other team at the moment to be honest with you Newcastle won West Ham won so as a double defense or a, a, a double Newcastle defense owner in Trippier and Botman Really hoping for a drab nil-nil. It was definitely not that. West Ham fully deserved for me an equaliser. And at the end, it was a a pretty fair draw. I think Callum Wilson, really bright. A player a lot of us will be looking at, especially probably with a second blank in 28, because Newcastle will play. Um, Really bright, really, really bright spark. A lot of people took out Amaron, such as myself, for a hit. I was happy I did it. And in regards to West Ham, no one I really got my eye on at the moment. Uh, paqueta took his goal very well. Uh, but with uh, Newcastle, I think the time for Almoron's over now. I think it's kind of gone. I wouldn't be surprised if he's benched pretty soon. But uh, Wilson, really bright and someone we should always keep our eyes on. Go to today's games. Nottingham Forest 1, Leeds nil. I didn't bring in a Leeds asset because I said that Nottingham Forest are a tough team. They haven't lost at home since September in the Premier League. So they got their win. I thought they deserved it fully. And uh, it's good to see... Brendan Johnson score, I'm a fan of him. If you own the likes of Banford, Nyonto, I never advocated bringing them in because I always thought it was going to be tough, and it would be interesting to see how they play against Manchester United in the second game of the double game week. Now, last but not least, Tottenham won Manchester City nil. My goodness, I needed a favour here as an Arsenal fan, and Tottenham duly, duly delivered by Arsenal fan himself, Harry Kane. Um, Manchester City mucked around at the back, got uh, mugged off by Hoiberg, Hoiberg assisted, Kane finished very well. And then from there, I think, you know, Manchester City huffed and puffed. Maris hit the bar. But apart from that, I thought Spurs defended very well. It was a typical Tottenham versus Manchester City game. And Spurs could have got a couple of more goals. Um, if you're looking for Spurs, that's like The only one is Harry Kane. On to Manchester City, now this is a really tough one, is that they didn't play Kevin De Bruyne. I took him out, so I was obviously very happy that he didn't start. And they went for kind of this four, two, three, one formation where Alvarez was behind Haaland and then supporting Haaland. And once again, the midfield just didn't seem right. What's the best way of getting back in form? Is to play games. So and which assets are we gonna go for at this point? I only have Haaland and now I'm I'm really thinking which one I bring in. I'll probably I'm thinking more around Mares now, meaning I can keep Bruno. But uh, it's really, really gonna be a a, a pickle. If you're looking at Spurs assets, only Harry Kane. I kept Harry Kane rather than selling KDB because Harry Kane has been one of the best assets this season. And he's he's catching up to Harlan's score now in FPL. So we need to be careful of that. The only two now City assets at the moment seem to be Edison and Harlan. So really interesting to see where we go because of double game week 23. But anyway, guys, that wraps it up. I hope you had a Fantastic weekend. I hope your arrows were green. Mine was slightly red, like literally I think one and a half K red because of uh the triple captainers with Rashford. Um but Kane returned for me. And um I hope you have a fantastic Sunday evening. But let me just finish this off with saying once a gunner, always a gunner. Cheers, Harry Kane.